Welcome to Nerd Check. Here we are, I guess. <laughs> shit. I can never be really. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's shit. My turn. Right, right. You were waiting for me to Yeah, I was. I for sure was. I, I never expected it when it's my turn. I'm like, whose is it? Shit. Not me. That's who. Oh, welcome to Nurture. I forgot the rest of the thing. I just remembered the welcome to Nurture. Damn it. God damn. I heard nothing in this bitch. All right. This is what I get for like not even thinking at the time. Okay. Welcome to Nurture. Yeah. I just, oh, my God. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. You know what? If this is not the right one, we're going to go with it. Welcome to Nerdjack, and uh, we're here to experience the exaggerated swagger of two black nerds. We're all here to experience our swagger. Welcome in with us. My name is Moose, or as known on the internet, the super good, and I will be your co-host today with the wonderful. Hi, I'm Adam. The alias that I go by is Mr. Adup or Adam Teal underscore official online. I use alias because we talk about a lot of nerdy shit in this More podcast. Um, the reason why I was laughing, I'm going to call you out right at the start, at the top of the show. Like, I, I love do. you so much, but I have a feeling that you're going to cut this out. The reason why I was laughing is because Moose had three separate <laughs> intros trying to get in, and each time couldn't say hello and welcome to Nerd Check without just completely being like, ah, that's not it. That's why I was laughing, um, but welcome to Nerd Check. My fellow yeah. Also, I am going to throw out something new on the podcast that we've never said here. If you enjoy the podcast, make sure to throw us a like on Spotify and whenever we get on Apple Podcasts, because that's a thing and i always forget to say yeah. that because like they're important yeah homie give us some ratings if you feel like it and and give us give us give it to yeah. us from the heart but also if you feel like it lie to us and give yeah. us the five star rating also so it's okay you know whatever you'd like we will accept yeah, yeah, that like yeah. that's actually kind of exactly preferred. genuinely just lie yeah. to us make our booster <laughs> <laughs> shit please <Come> please <laughs> It's hundred percent it, hundred percent it. Okay, okay, that's it. That's oh it. Oh my god, you 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 spoke about egos, right? And we have a lot of alter egos. I've been reeling about the conversation specifically, you know, not alter egos per se, but um, different identity in DID. And I'm talking about Moon Knight, homie. Episode three came out so by the time of this recording, dude. And like, bruh, episode four will come out by the time this. Yeah, by the time it airs, out. it'll be out. So dude, Moon Knight is doing something to me that I I don't I haven't felt with Marvel. Did you give me a consent? hot minute. Shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> God damn it. Um but no, like Moon Knight is just doing this thing where I get like giddy for episodes. Like I forgot what day it was and I thought Monday was like Tuesday and I stayed up for the episode and I was like, "Oh no, it's tomorrow." Yeah. Well, I guess I'm going to just stay up tomorrow. And I, like, stayed up and watched it. And, like, it's, dude, it's shit. It's, it is. It is. It is. Right? And here's here's a few things that I've been really appreciative about it since we've last talked. The episodes that have come out, my favorite thing is the post-episode music. And in the last one, the intro music as well. It's all, it's Egyptian music, but it's it's Arabic music. And I get that. And some of the songs were, like, songs that I grew up with. I fucking grew up with these songs. And they were, like, 
they you might not know what they are, but they're like a big deal in like Arabic music world and like some like really big songs. So it's like Re- shit. Wait, yeah, really? Yeah, 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 absolutely. It's like dude, I've also been bopping. Yeah, I was absolutely bopping. I was like, if I've I show this like to my mother, off. I was like, damn, we all gonna be bopping in this motherfucker. It was, it was great. It was wonderful, and it was nice seeing different parts of this culture that i've been able to see and stuff which for reference for everyone i'm from sudan northeast africa neighboring egypt we have a lot of similar things as well as the most pyramids in the world are in sudan is this the first time i've said this on pod don't worry that is the first time you said it on the podcast and don't worry everybody listening you will hear that anytime anytime egypt is referenced on this podcast you will hear that statement uttered by Moose. Yes, yes. They, I will say though, I will in say the, in they the two do years have I've known him, nice pyramids, and they are really big and they are really cool. I did get to go inside one this last like a couple months ago. Yeah, they have they have a lot more, I, but yeah, we have like over two hundred though, so nice. it's okay. <laughs> there it is. That's twice in one podcast. That's twice. That's twice. Just if you're keeping count, make sure to. <laughs> the other thing is. Seeing Moon Knight slash Mark Spector going through all of these different things in regular day Egypt, right? Like, even as he was running, I was like, okay, this is, like, real authentic stuff. I don't know if they actually filmed it in Egypt or if they didn't, but it feels very authentic, very right. And, again, it all goes back to the fact that they have a director who is from Egypt, and that is able to help that out a whole lot. Another thing that I wanted to bring up was... uh, if you've noticed at the end of the episode, it said in mem- in memory of Gaspard Yuliel, that was the main bad guy for the episode who was in possession of the sarcophagus. And the that actor died earlier this year uh, in a skiing accident. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. That's why the, the episode was oh, in memoriam to him. And he was a really big French actor and uh, was really beloved by a lot of people and Everybody on the show has said good things about him and his engagement. And they were like, yeah, he would always talk about his kids, wow. his love for them. And he would always give so much in his uh, in his work. And it was it was really nice. Um, but it was it was very heartbreaking. Um, so this was his, I believe, his last posthumous uh, part. Yeah, rest in peace. I didn't know that. So, That's, yeah. Wow. Rest in rest peace. peace. Rest in peace. Like, mm-hmm. truth. Us here with all of our condolences. Like, that's... Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I saw that and I wondered. I was I I didn't know who that was. I knew I obviously saw it at the end of the episode. I didn't know who it was in reference to, but that's wow. That's oh, wow. Right. That that hits right. in a spot. With that though, um, this is something that I appreciate about art and, and and visual medium and being able to see people's work immortalized is absolutely wonderful. And I think something that I appreciate. I'm assuming Marvel did post post recording was the fact that they like at the end of the episode where like they had moon knight throw a javel at his back so that way they could like get the character out of the way so that way they wouldn't have to recast him or anything in the future um in honor of uh the actor that was that was neat um which is is in contradiction you know into like what happens with someone else that i want to also talk about is uh black panther but like yeah that Dude, yeah. Are you talking about the thing that I messaged you? Oh, about absolutely, this absolutely. Week and you said nothing. Absolutely, because I said nothing. Yeah. Were you gonna save it for here? Because I yeah. Also, because like I had other thoughts, and I was like, okay, I want to say those things, but I was like, this would be neat. So I couldn't hold back from sending this to Moose. And essentially, if you like, this is obviously we're gonna talk about spoilers for the third episode of Moon Knight. What? But in I didn't episode, watch it, bro. I know, Shit. right? We're, what are you? We're in the middle of talking about it. Get out of here. Uh, but. <laughs> 
<laughs> God damn it. In the middle of the episode, Khonshu makes a solar eclipse to summon all the Egyptian god avatars so that all the Egyptian gods can have a talk. Yeah. And there was an interesting moment when they all get brought there because my mind immediately went to the fact that in the Marvel Universe, usually they replace Bastet from actual Egyptian mythology with Bast, the Wakandan panther god. And so I was like, is this going to be the way they reveal the new Black Panther? But during the episode, they use a different name, but there is somebody sitting at Bastet's statue. So here is the thing, right? Here is the thing. Yeah. I saw a video right after you sent me this, and it was a clip from Captain America and the Winter Soldier, right? And it was T'Challa saying Bast and her sibling Sekhmet. So he, he was saying like Bast, may Bast and Sekhmet like give you power or something like that. So that I believe is enough canonical proof in the MCU that Bast and Sekhmet are siblings. Therefore, Bast and Bastet are the same person. Okay. So I think the Black Panther versus the Avatar, I think are... I, think might just be separate entities like separate separate people possibly so that's interesting though because i i see i would disagree because it's almost like how like kanshu gives mark the suit that gives him abilities mm -hmm. to regenerate and he also a fun little thing that i don't know if you've caught yet with the series that i think is cool every time mark has donned the suit it's always been at night when the moon is out it he's never donned the suit during the i day was i was so i almost caught that like the other day because i was like watching this episode and i was like why is mark not in the suit when he's like chasing those people at the beginning of the episode and then i was like okay maybe it's because mm -hmm. the moon's not out but i didn't i did not catch that like he hadn't done that at all during day he's never done it during the day it's always okay. been okay. during the night and so, like, one of my things is, is that I just found it interesting that there was somebody sitting in Bast's seat, but they never said Bast's mm -hmm, name. Mm -hmm. I wonder, obviously, rest in peace Chadwick to Boseman. Chadwick Boseman. I do wonder, though, if Chadwick was alive, mm -hmm. if he would have mm -hmm, been in that mm -hmm, scene. Mm -hmm. Because I think that, like, because also, how cool would it have been to have, like, Mark Spector in that room like Steven and Mark, because like we can hear Steven and having that moment of like he looks over and like through a portal, the king of Wakanda walks out and he's like, Is that an Avenger? And like Mark's like, Why is there an Avenger here? What's happening? And like that's the kind of reveal that like that'd be because usually, I mean, usually the, the Black Panther is the avatar. Okay, of, okay, of I, uh, Bast. I didn't know that how that works in like the MC yeah. mythology or like in the in the Marvel mythology. Here's the other thing I wonder if then maybe they were like since we can't do this right now what if we just get a representative you know what if the king was like hey yo you go rep me instead for right now i'll be back i'm dealing with this like That's civil valid. war i'm fighting namor right now honestly bro. i'm dealing with this civil war a different comic and fighting namor no, 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 no. a very no, 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 no. big villain hero Not civil war namor sucks. In, like the comic civil war but like a civil war in wakanda no, you know yeah i know yeah tight and plus, it's like not. I know what you were saying. I'm but being also, an Wakanda asshole. Is not that far away <laughs> from Egypt, right? Like in because the thing between them no, is Sudan. Really literally, the only thing between Wakanda and Egypt is Sudan. And like, I'm telling <laughs> you, you can drive that shit fast. And if you got a flying hover plane, you can do that. Why are you blocking the back, man? Hey, man. Why? 
Why are you blocking the Black Panther? Come on, bro. Man. We set up blockades. We were like, if you're trying to go, you gonna come to Sudan. That's, we got the thing is, we got kindness. Up, we were dude. like, hey, yo, bro, you trying to go over there, but you got to stop here first. Mm-hmm. You got to have a meal with everybody along the way. So it's it's gonna take him two to three millennia, <laughs> but he'll get there. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. Two to three millennia. Yeah. Not even like a week, two to three millennia. Yeah. You gotta go. You have to visit every person, and by the time you're done, they'll yeah, have yeah. kids. So, like, well, you gotta go visit yeah. them now. Uh, no, that's great. But like, I just thought about it because I was kind of like, it's just an interesting thing to think about, especially with like the Marvel universe that we have mm-hmm. so far. We don't, we don't know what the results of like who Black Panther is mm-hmm. gonna be. Uh, we have theories, uh, things like that, but. We don't know who he's going to be, so I thought that would have been cool. But also this episode, I feel like the really fun thing with Moon Knight, for me at least, in this show, is like the fact that like obviously in the first episode, actually, Straw Hat Goofy, since you are listening, I loved what you had to say about it. The first episode, the reason why the entire episode feels a little bit weird is because the episode isn't showing the main character it's showing S- steven not mark because mark is the main the the main uh alter mm-hmm. yeah in the comics we're usually with mark yeah. specter and we were with steven grant and so i i do think that was interesting and i do like that like the first episode we dealt with steven's perspective the second episode we deal with mark's perspective on things and then this episode was them finally agreeing to work together and also hinting at the third personality yes sir, yes, Jake, sir. Who jake lockley baby terrifying yeah jake lockley i am i think that is how they are going to deal with it like again spoilers now that conchu they don't have the abilities of conchu i honestly think jake is gonna be the personality that saves them and they're gonna like think maybe we still have conchu's powers but it's just gonna be fully jake taking over and like just murdering god oh that's about to be whack here's the thing right i really i'm really excited about it because i do want to see what they do without it but without conchu's powers but then there is also the thing that like in the comics moon knight fights in a very i don't care how much damage you do to me i'm gonna heal you're gonna die right and then then jake at least or the third personality whenever mark gets his gets the body back whenever mark gets the body back he wakes up and there's a lot of damage done to him but he's already won the fight so what if jake lockley is taking on the moon knight fighting abilities and he's like hey yo you can hit me as much as you want i'm gonna go heal you go and get these hands Somebody's also suggested um, that, like, Jake, whenever the murderous things happen, in the first episode we hear, like, Stephen find out that, like, Mark Spector murdered, like, a group of people. He was like, you know, what? Like, what is, what's wrong with you? And Mark's like, I, it's not like that. That's not what happened. Because, like, I mean, we saw Mark doesn't know what happens when Jake takes mm-hmm. over yet. Mm-hmm. Because, like, one thing I did notice was, like, in the first episode, like, we have this scene where Steven is running through the town. Yes. I'm just going to call it, I don't know, Latveria. So when he's running through Latveria and... Latvia? He gets, like, Latveria. 
it's Doctor Doom's hometown. It's it's his oh. country. That's the theory. Is that little town is Latveria because in the comics, you know how it was like a small town surrounded by like a like huge castle. Like that's literally how Doctor Doom's home country looks like, oh. and like that's Doom. I think it's called Doom Manor or Doom Ooh. Castle, but like or Castle Doom, but like that's his castle. Is it looks exactly like that? So we were like, I'm pretty sure this is lot. Oh. Mark, come on, pop but, up and tell us where the fuck uh, it's called, please. Yeah, right. The thing is, is like when he blacks out over like getting the scarab again, he blacks out and wakes up and his hands are covered in blood, but like everybody around him that was all on top of him are dead. And he has no bruises, no cuts, no anything. And then, like, in this third episode, we see the moment when, like, Mark gets in the fight with the three guys and they, like, pull a knife on him to kill him. And, like, we see him put the knife up to the guy's neck and then he cuts out and he's stabbed the other two guys and the only the kid is left. And by kid, I mean, the guy was, like, late teens. But still. Uh, But I'm just saying, I think Jake is a way more competent fighter but is also a murderer because like, I, I don't think Jake is going to take on like the healing factor of Moon Knight. Cause you're like, you're hundred percent on but, like the fact that like Moon Knight fights and is like blow part of my body apart. It will heal. I don't care. I think Jake is just a really good fighter and is just going to take over like a lot more He's frequently until they figure off. out yeah, what's going fair. on. Yeah. And just like, just yeah, ripping yeah. through people and they're going to be like, Okay, Steven, is this you? No. Mark, is this yeah. you? No. And they're going to be like, there's a third altar, which it's so cool. Somebody said, what if they did to Jake? What if they gave Jake the same treatment they gave Steven, but on the other direction? So Mark is the like the benchmark, right? <laughs> nice. And Steven is the more calm to ah, personality. And then good. you get Jake, who is on the other end of that, the more the more fighting personality oh like the rage, rage things like that's that. interesting yeah. i would like That'd that be tight, wouldn't it i also i also like so speaking of moon knight and like going into it and how much we're we're absolutely loving and also like i i did see some uh i believe they were native to egypt people on tiktok talking about this where they were essentially going in and, and talking about how it's nice to see egypt without a yellow filter Ooh. over it and how it's nice to actually see egypt and i was like that's very true because like i never thought Mm -hmm. about that until they pointed it out and i was like wow like i've never actually seen egypt i've seen like filtered egypt if you will but so i i saw uh, i i always see people talking about things that i'm like that's a really good question but moon knight wasn't in the zeitgeist like wasn't isn't extremely well known and it feels like everybody that i've talked to is watching the show absolutely adores moon knight and is like oh i can't wait to see the more like the bigger adventures that moon knight goes on and like all of that but like again moon knight wasn't like an a tier character that every had like heard of at least and i guess so i have a i my question is is there any superheroes either marvel or dc that you're like man i kind of wish they got this treatment of like being brought into the spotlight and like kind of given this like morbius you're not known but you're about to be morbius, morbius. don't lie yeah. to me morbius is not here i wish morbius had gotten a better job though morbius. i wish morbius had gotten mm. it's fine i'm still sad about how the morbius movie turned out it's okay 
you still can't tell me the plot. Yeah. I asked you last episode to tell me the plot. You watched it two days beforehand and said, I don't well, know. I still... That was literally your response was, I don't and I, know I, the I plot watched was. videos about it. I've read the plot, and I, can't, I still can't tell you the plot other than he was sick and he wanted to get better, <laughs> so he had bats mm-hmm. bite his hand so he could catch them and then he made bat dna bat human dna and then he gave it to a rat and then the rat became a bat yep. not really it became I just, that rhyme though but like the rat became a vampire and then they like had to like fast yeah. run through the city as he fought the doctor from doctor who and like it was great yeah that was the plot. They literally ended the movie. I'm pretty sure they like black cut the movie right at the end where they were like, the fight is done. The movie is done. That's it. Like there was nothing else. Like the big final fight. They're like, wait, eh, really? We're good. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I can't remember Jesus. shit after that at least. My Maybe God. I just blacked the fuck out, but I think there Dude, was. Like my thing is, is like, like I, I actually talked about this with like a couple of our other friends this week, yeah. but like, why would you make a fucking Michael Morbius movie? Like, of all the spider, like Sony, I get what Sony's doing. I, they didn't I, like, even they give him the sa- the hand of, like, the suckers. Oh, where he like grabs people and sucks the yeah, that's a whole weird thing that's in the fuck out the way. But I'm like, me? of the Spider-Man villains, I'm like, why the fuck would you choose Morbius as your second movie? Like Venom, I was like, that's a weird choice, specifically because Venom gets a lot of his like. I'll tell you why. From I'll tell bonding you why. with Sony Spider-Man. was going for the monster why? fuckers. They, their niche group that they were trying to hit was Dude, the monster fuckers. Dude, there's other monsters to Who, fuck. Who, in Spider-Man? Who, Man no, Spider? the lizard. I would want to fuck the lizard. There we go. There, See, I immediately got Dang. you with that. Dude, fucking Rhino. I don't know about that. Not after the, like, not after the recent one with the robot After he gets suit. stuck in his suit? Yeah. He gets well, no, thank you like, like that. Okay, I want him to change clothes. Okay, fine. Like, give us a black cat movie. It's not a monster. That's like a, a thief that is like she's a monster okay, at heart. That's fair. She does some real fucked up. That's shit. fair. She's a milf, um, a monster. I'd like to fuck. Oh my god, is that the new term? Yeah. I like that. That's M- moil. That's it's a moil. It's moil podcast. It's like moist but moil. Why is it so? Moil? It's, it's monster M O. So, so it's not I, confused with MILF. It's MOIL. I'm just going to say MILF, and I feel like you're going to know which one I mean. <laughs> Shit. Bet. Because <laughs> if I'm like Madam Web, Moil. MILF. MILF. Shit. I think you know what I I don't know. I, I don't know if she got kids. Um, Maybe both. She. I don't know if she has kids, actually. But anyway, like, because they've announced, like, so they, they were like, we're doing a Craven the Hunter movie. And I was like, that's a fucking good choice. I love that as, a, as its own. Because, like, Craven the Hunter's weird and, like, all about like capturing spider-man for like the trophy of it and like having a movie about a man devolving into hunting people is like kind of awesome you know what i mean and being like he's not the good guy because and he can hunt monsters and he can get ah you really like this term Uh now you really fell Uh into Uh it didn't you all right but like it just it kills me because i'm like if, I, if I'm looking at this movie, right, and I go, okay, so Venom was our first one. Venom makes sense to me. He's an anti-hero. You can write the hero story. Like, there's parts of it that I'm like, you can't have him swing from webs because he got that from Spider-Man. You can't have the Spider-Man logo, which is kind of weird. But, like, you could do some other stuff, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. That's fine. Why would you pick Morbius as your second up? Morbius's story is literally, from the comics... I have a blood disease. This blood disease sucks. I'm rich. 
I have all the money in the world. I'm going to cure this blood disease by bats. Is that anything? Oh, I'm a vampire now? Shit. Okay, I'm going to go do bad things. Like, that's his whole fucking story. They did that, but with the villain of the movie. And, like, Morbius was like, don't do the bad things. But they didn't even give him this hand suckers. They didn't give him that cartoon hand suckers. Fucking. Mm. Well, like, the other thing that kills me, though, is I'm like, hey, do you know what one of the funniest fucking arcs in like spider-man is is like it was from the 90s animated series of Mm -hmm. spider-man there's a whole arc where like michael morbius is like oh no i am the living vampire (laughs) this sucks ah i have to suck people's blood like that's how he sounded and then spider-man's like morbius like stop you're being a bad guy he's like ah this is fucking horrible i hate it and then like blade shows up and is like Fuck you, dude. I'm gonna murder you. <laughs> and Morbius is like, oh fuck, but I'm still alive. And he's like, I don't give a fuck. You're dead. You're a vampire. <laughs> and it's like a whole arc of like Spider-Man being like, Blade, fucking stop, first of all. Who are you? He's like, oh, so I'm the dude that my mom was a vampire and gave birth to me. So I'm a half vampire and I he's fucking hate vampires. I'm the daywalker, which is a lot or a cooler. Hampire. And then, like, Michael Morbius is like, oh no, the daywalker is here. Gotta go. And, like, <laughs> what the fuck? He's like running Bro. from Blade and is like, but these blonde women just walked into an alleyway, so I'm gonna go kill her Bro. really quick. And Blade's like, no, homie, I'm gonna fucking murder you. And then Spider Man's like, let's not do a murder, please. Bro. And Blade's like, no, I've killed like thousands of vampires at this point. Like you're nothing. You're just a dude who dresses up as a I'll spider. Kill a spider. The person. fuck out of here. Mm. Like, I'll kill you too, and like, your mama. That's the thing is, it's like it's like why would you choose Morbius? Like I fucking I would take a rhino movie, which also I I have an idea for a rhino movie that would be terrifying mm-hmm. and write it as a horror mm-hmm. flick because rhino. A lot of people don't know rhino's story. But Rhino was essentially just, like, a down-on-his-luck, like, crime henchman. Isn't making money, is, like, trying to do better, is trying to raise up in the ranks. And Kingpin comes to him and is like, hey, you're a fucking terrible henchman. And he's like, I'm trying. And he's like, cool. I have this suit. It enhances whoever wears it, and it makes them super strong. It, it's a rhino suit. It's made out of rhino skin. That was like the original thing was like, I don't know why it made you strong, but it did. Okay. And it also makes you like bulletproof and gives you all these abilities while you're wearing it. So I need you to put it on and go start robbing banks for me and stuff like that. And he's like, oh my God. Like, yeah, absolutely. Puts it on. And then Kingpin essentially goes, oh yeah. Didn't tell you once that's on it's, you cannot remove it again damn you are trapped in that suit you are rhino now just like imagine a horror movie where it's like you're fine like even though you're doing bad things like getting stuck and being like i can never get out of this like this is just who i am now and being like oh i'm gonna come up with a nickname for you're just the rhino you're just the rhino and he's like no i'm i'm not i'm my name's alexi I'm I'm a normal person. It's like, nope, you're just Damn. the rhino. And I'm going to make jokes about the fact that you have a horn strapped to your head forever. Damn. Like, it's a horror story. And it's like, 
they were you like, know, mm, let's pick the I sad I am glad they called him the like... rhino, not like the unicorn or like horny, because he's got a horn, you know? Oh, no, so, like, Spider-Man makes horny nice jokes options. to him constantly. <gasps> really? I love you, Spidey. Oh, yeah, Spider-Man, Spider-Man will, like, land in, like, one of my favorites is he's like, oh, is that a horn on your head, or are you just happy to see me? Like, Gah! constantly to him. <laughs> like, constantly. Like, it's, it's like, a famous one-liner of Spider-Man, and it's like, he's like, what? Fuck Why? Yeah. Like, he said, you but it's this like every time. Like, Come on, Spidey, get new shit. But yes, that's that's a tight like, idea, though. Just... That'd be such a tight. That'd be such a right? cool fucking idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they gave us the sad vampire <laughs> fucking story instead of is that, that. Like, is that uh... the person that you would get to do instead? Like, is that the obscure hero or no, villain or whatever that you would do? Oh, the obscure hero that I would want. I think they've faded into obscurity. Our generation knows about them, but I feel like it'd be great for like the younger generation genuinely mm-hmm. the static shock yes aren't they static aren't we shock. getting a new static aren't we getting a static shock movie with michael b jordan or something or am i just making that up i haven't heard of this i haven't heard of this i know michael b jordan might be superman i would fuck with that let me, let me see static shock because they want him movie. to be clark kent oh well then much less not all the other iterations of black superman hey dc since you're listening really quick i have a quick bone to pick with you uh while moose looks this up don't make black superman just don't like or if you do make it actually black superman or like president superman which was the story of when uh earth 2 superman became the president and was a yeah. black man and it was dope because it was actually like a black story and uh yeah. it was very good uh so like give us that superman don't give us another clark kent story thanks uh DC, please and thank please you go back to your... also yeah please i was partially see. wrong but we are getting okay. a new static shock movie and it's produced by michael b jordan fuck yeah i had no yeah. clue about this uh i'm genuinely very happy um so if it if it does end up being because like i feel like static for our generation was a big thing because it was like Teen Titans, Static Shock, and Justice League were yeah. like the three shows. And, and um, hear me out, right? So check this out, though. I Sorry to jump in, but I was very excited about this line no, of the article. It says, the project reportedly has an urgency and agency uh, surrounding it thanks to its heavy-hitting producers, and it's intended to launch a cinematic universe focused on black superheroes. Yeah, baby. Fuck yeah. I know what that yeah, means. You know what that means? You know what that means? Uh, we can get jobs. That's the Milestone comic universe, which is where Static is from. Yes. Uh, tight. Hi, I'm going to give a quick history comic book lesson really fast because I love Static Shock and I've done a ton, a ton of research on it. Essentially, mm-hmm. there was Milestone Comics, which was like all black characters. I actually have a ton of them. They're actually at my new house right now. Nice. The Milestone Comics launched with a ton of black characters and essentially their entire leading cast was black characters and dc came in and said hey we'd like to buy your comics and keep producing them under the dc name so that's how we get the the milestone characters which are static shock rocket and icon uh heart hardware and the blood syndicate and we've gotten like hints so like in young justice season four straight up like static is in that show icon is in that show uh in like season four we got the first uh character from the blood syndicate uh havoc who showed up and it seems like at least they're they're getting featured more and if that's true that this is gonna launch a like black 
centered universe, this might mean instead of Black Superman, we get Icon. Yo, which I want. I'm just an Icon so, living. I'm just an Icon living, dude. Ooh. If they make an Icon movie and that's not the theme of the movie, I'm going I to don't, cry. cry. I don't know what they were thinking. Damn. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's that would be heartbreaking. Dang. No, I'm hyped. Also, just give us an icon movie. Which also, hi, I'm gonna do another quick cut in here really quick with a quick history on who Icon is. Icon is essentially an alien that crash lands to Earth. Sounds kind of familiar. Trust me, it gets even more familiar. But this time it was during slave times and his race immediately they immediately like assimilate whatever like did he? Whatever they're around. What? Icon? Blackface? No, is it's like they're like changelings essentially, but like oh, okay, assimilate. Cool. Gotcha. They assimilate gotcha. to whatever. I thought that, is I thought he was Kryptonite, like, uh, like, or I thought he was a no. Kryptonian. I was like, no, he's he's not Kryptonian now? at all. He's okay, a completely, fair. he's a completely different race of alien. And essentially, like the way that they work is is oh. they assimilate to the first thing around them, and so he crash lands as a baby in a field during slave times, and. Uh, a slave finds him and he immediately assimilates her to look like a young, you know, black kid. And she picked like raises him as her own. He grows up not really knowing stuff becomes a, becomes a lawyer, takes the name okay. Augustus Freeman and then realizes like, Oh, he has all these superpowers and has yeah. like an extended life. So he lives through from slave times until modern day. And he's like lived through all of it, sees all these other superheroes rise and becomes icon. And like one of my favorite things was, and I I actually have like a video on this that I've put out online where essentially like Superman was like, Hey icon, let's fight. Like, let's just see who would win. And they fought and Superman fully looked him like dead in the eyes was like, you were the only person that is equally matched to me. You, we cannot determine who would win, but like f- fans have like theorized and gone into it. And because of like icons power set, he technically would win, even Damn. though it's Superman. like, because he has the exact same power set. Plus he like has like ion beams and stuff like that, but he yeah. can like essentially like affect the ions in the space around him. So he could like change the ions in like Superman's body. And like, Damn. that's the only reason he would win, but it's like, they're matched almost equally in strength, equally in power. Like it is, it's such a, he's such a cool character. Cause he's so like unknown, but he's just like a lawyer straight up. And so it's great. Cause like in the young justice universe, they needed like a galactic lawyer and yeah. he like went to space with the justice league. Cause they were like on trial for something. And he's like, yeah, I, I'm on the justice league. I'll be your guys's lawyer. I'll represent yeah. you. And so it's, it's hilarious because you have like all the main leaguers all in like like these like magical chains and like him standing like in a courtroom essentially with aliens and I'm like that's yeah so stupid but so cool at the same time you know damn homie yo that'd be so fucking tight that'd be so fucking yeah. tight and also you keep talking about this right you keep talking about like aliens and black aliens and shit and like in my head. All I can think of, because I just watched it, was the other black alien I've been thinking about. Knuckles the Echidna, baby. Oh, I thought you were talking about Martian Manhunter. That one also, but Knuckles the Echidna, baby. Why is he a black alien? Because <laughs> he's an alien, 
and he is voiced by Idris Elba. So he is, is he black. an alien in? I mean, he's not from Earth. That counts as alien, right? That's valid. Now that's that's a hundred. You're not wrong. I've never yeah. thought about it, but that makes but Sonic also, and Tails aliens. That's yeah, kind of fucking insane to me. There is a plot line in the movie where they're like, "Oh yeah, the FBI has a task force that is like alien." Uh, like fighting aliens or like keeping track of aliens and shit and like it's keeping track of sonic so like yeah that's that's Mm -hmm. what my thought was there and also you know it's us we're humans we're gonna call everything that is not us aliens like we would call plants and fucking and and other animals aliens if we could damn my neighbor they're alien to my house so did you did you watch sonic 2 i did I did. Okay. And you know what? It deserved the money. It deserved all the money it's been getting. I really enjoyed it. It was such a fun, easy to digest movie. And it had a really nice idea behind it. And it had uh, had Sonic becoming friends with Tails and like spoilers. But also I feel like you'll probably, you know, not really big spoilers. I've probably seen the scenes. No, I was just going to say that Sonic and uh, Sonic Knuckles and Tails are all friends by the end of it. So like that yeah, you know that's I've they're already it. that in almost all other forms of media so that's that's fair but like yeah i really really and like it i enjoyed it a whole lot i thought credit. knuckles was i have not watched the end credit what the fuck there's an end credit oh dude can i spoil it for you yeah hit me hit me what happened okay i'm about to blow your mind blow my so the end credit scene yeah so spoilers for the sonic 2 movie i watched the end credit scene because i was like there has to be one of course so essentially Yes. It cuts into the fallen robot and it says huh. no and and uh Eggman's uh assistant is like posing as like one of the FBI people mm-hmm. and they're like no one could have survived that like this mm-hmm. destruction like no one could have uh mm-hmm. and he hears that and then another FBI member is like we have a bigger problem. Mm-hmm. Um something's been activated and we don't know how it was an old project from the 80s and uh like it's like he's like oh my god it's project shadow and it cuts to a face and it pans down and you see shadow the hedgehog uh, eyes open red lightning streets across his face so shadow is going to be in sonic 3 (laughs) i just got goosebumps i fucking love shadow he's my favorite and that means we're probably gonna get roge or, yes. or Rouge. I said Rouge. Yes. Rouge. And then, if anything, we might get Amy in the next movie, too. Bro. We have the we whole We get all the Sonics. I say Sonics, but oh, we yeah. get all like, the characters. Tight. But, like, I... Yeah, so, like... But, like, you fully see Shadow the Hedgehog. Like... Oh. That's so fucking and cool. I'm a big fan of, like, Sonic the games, because I played them when I was a kid. Yeah. I didn't watch the first Sonic movie. Not uh-huh. out of not wanting to, out of I forget. So this is a real problem that I've realized I have, and I'm gonna call myself out here. I forget that movie theaters exist from time to time, and what? then I forget that movies exist. I this sounds crazy, but I genuinely mean this. I forget no, that there's fair. places to go watch movies, and then on Wild. top of that, I forget that movies come out for like specific periods of time because usually if i'm like really hyped for something i'll go see it like the first weekend's out like i know when when multiverse of madness comes out i'm watching that the first weekend it's out hell yes but like hell yes if 
if I don't, if I don't have that excitement, I completely forget. Like, I okay. I had a moment like I'll this be your last movie week. reminder. I'll just be like, Dude, "Hey, yo, you gonna watch this movie yet?" Great, that's perfect. Because I had a I had a moment like this past weekend where I was like. Yeah. Oh yeah, Sonic Two fully happened already. Yeah. I forgot that was like in the works and out. And I was like, and I remember like the night it came out, I was like, oh, I might go see that. And then I just forgot it existed like the Damn. next day. And so like I was like, oh, I'm just gonna watch clips from it. So like I thought it was cool. Again, spoilers. We're going full spoilers. I thought it was awesome yeah. that we got Super Sonic. Yes, um, yes. That was look Golden cool. Baby. That was tight. That was very cool. Yeah. Uh cool that we got a, another Eggman robot like the full-sized Eggman robot right because uh, he, he does very that much constantly in the games right truth, truth yeah and apparently apparently because I, I watched this like earlier today Jim Carrey yeah. fought to do like the big Eggman like where he's like thick oh. and oh, they damn. were like no but he's like kind of been he was like adamant like we should probably lean into that more mm-hmm, and he's mm-hmm. like this one I got to be way more closer to him but mm-hmm. like I wasn't him yet, and I think in this next one he's gonna go full, like big yeah. Eggman, which is dope. I'm very, I love that Eggman. Damn. I also saw like some of the scenes with Knuckles, cause like Knuckles is my favorite character in the Sonic universe, and he's so fucking good in this one. He, they played him as like the, I am like a noble warrior, and I am here to get my shit done. But he gets played by Eggman, sort of thing, and that's why like he's he's a bad guy for the majority yeah. of the movie. And then he's like, oh no, Sonic is helping his friend instead, and is is very well done. I I thought that was cool. They, they did it. They did it really awesome. good. Yeah, and How Sonic and Tails' his friendship is very nice. He was this fucking nerdy shy ass kid who had like no friends, and he was like, I've been watching you since that one game, and like he thinks of Sonic as his like ultimate hero and it's great it's so fucking cool cool. yeah and there's a moment where like sonic calls tails his buddy and tails is like wait do you mean that and like they hug and i was like that's so fucking that's good it's great that's good yeah also do you know tails's real name uh yeah isn't it miles it's but do you know his full name no it's miles prower like prowler yes is his last name so it's is Miles that, Prowler. Is that Miles? Is that a miles direct per hour? Oh, think about it. It's a bit of miles per hour because Tails and his full name is Miles Prowler. It's very stupid, but I think it's like very funny at the same time. I feel like I just broke you a little bit because you're being very quiet and you've just turned on your camera again and you seem sad. I just, but yeah, that's Miles' full name. It's it's very stupid, but He's it's such it's a such good a pun. I just I couldn't even get over it. That was, that, that was fucking it's, tight. It's Miles Prowler, baby. And, but it's Miles Prowler. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I will say also, um, Knuckles is is a moil. Why? I think he would be. Don't smile at that. You're <laughs> smiling more now. Stop. It's not. You know no, what, he's not. He's you an know echidna. What about he's echidna just dick, an baby. animal. I don't want to know about it, but all I'm saying is he's just an echidna. That's fucked up, dude. Granted, he can talk and he is like more sentient than like other creatures of the echidna, he but he's still just a... okay. also. Did they explain yes. what's up with Knuckles? Knuckles? No, they made fun of it a lot of times, though. 
do they? Because that's very funny. Because they never yeah. have explained it. They're just like, he has spikes on his <laughs> knuckles. That's knuckles. Knuckles just punches the fuck out of stuff. And, like we kind of just yeah. go with it. And it's my like, favorite line from the movie yeah, was actually. at some point Sonic was like, "For a guy who's called Knuckles, you're really bad at punching." I was like, "God damn!" Sonic oh yeah, when they, like I out, saw bro. that scene where he's like chasing him down and he's like missing him each time, and he's like, "Yeah, you're really bad at punching." And like I yeah. thought that was great. I see like these movies. The thing I like is that they've they've humanized like certain point like aspects of like I like the fact that we have a human in the world like like having like James Marsden there as like yeah. a like human contact and being like mm-hmm. this isn't like a fake world this is our real world and like having those things I thought that was cool uh also bringing right. in the chaos emeralds that's cool so fucking cool um, that was so fucking cool they seem to have do... at least this movie focused more on the sonic characters you know as opposed to the humans and that yeah. was that was very nice. I enjoyed that. The humans were still there. I, they were there for exposition purposes. They like we were able to like learn the stuff that we needed to learn about the movie. But like it was good. It was well done. Did Tails Tails flies a plane during this movie? Correct. Yes, R. Hell yeah. Okay, he cool. Because like that's mm-hmm. I do like, and I really hope because it's obviously going to have some some version of a time skip because they they do it for every one of these for the yeah. next one. I really hope. It's just the three of them as best friends at the start of that movie, because like in the games, they have always the three of them like Knuckles has been like kind of a third wheel, but is also like you guys are my best friends, like you're the only ones I know. So like we're homies and like that's who Knuckles is. It's just like you you need me to beat the fuck out of somebody because I will. So in this movie, at the very end of it, they did a really cool thing because you know how in the first so in the first one, there was a big scene where Sonic was like playing uh, baseball with himself. Right. And that was the scene that he ran so fast that Eggman caught his like energy signature. And in the second movie, they were like, that was also the scene that made Tails catch his energy signature so that was the scene that everybody knew who sonic was and then at the end of the second movie they had sonic knuckles and tails playing baseball together and i was like that's hell that's yeah it good. seems like they're gonna be tight that's very and there good. was a plot line in the movie where like james marsden's character was like yo i wish sonic had like friends and shit and then like by the end i think that's the direct parallel that they're trying to draw there. Like, oh, yeah, no, sonic has he besties had the three and friends exactly that's very yeah. good i do like the fact because like my favorite thing is that like also, Knuckles is the best himbo on the Knuckles planet. Best himbo. Knuckles best himbo. Because that man has nothing between his eyes and it's the best. And like nothing. My favorite is is uh Travis Willingham's performance of Knuckles on one of the Sonic TV shows, because it's my favorite thing to quote. And essentially they're playing yeah. soccer. And Amy, who is Sonic's girlfriend in, in the games and everything is like kicking the soccer ball and she's like Amy goes left, Amy goes right. She's about to break the glass ceiling and prove that girls can be good at soccer. And like Knuckles stops her and goes, "Actually, you know by pointing out the fact that there is a glass ceiling, it's almost it's actually more harmful and not actually okay. You should just prove that you are a good player and that should be enough because prove saying that there's a glass ceiling actually makes it worse." Uh, there isn't a glass ceiling. You are as good as everybody else. And like everybody stops and looks Bruh. at him because he had like such a profound statement. He goes, what? Bruh. I might be like, he's like, what? I might be a knucklehead, but that doesn't mean I'm not a feminist. And like, <laughs> it's the best because it comes out of literally about nowhere. It's great. 
but it like comes out of literally nowhere and you're like knuckles you're the best one of all of like because that's why i was like so excited because like also also dude idris alba like i guess they were talking to him in an interview and i saw it where essentially he was like uh they were like you know did you have a good time with this he's like i had a great time like this was amazing i had so much fun in this role like playing knuckles was great and they were like are we like we should see you in some more games you know he's like yeah like you know get some motion capture and stuff like that and he went yeah you should be looking out for this face somewhere can't say what it is but who knows might be swinging into some games soon and i was like we might get Idris Alba as just like a video game character. Oh my god! I'm fucking excited. Yo, I'd be tight. I don't care what game it is. I will most likely play it. Fuck Idris. There's please. a couple of games I won't play. Uh, what games won't you play? Also, Call of Duty. Okay, fair, fair, fair. Like yeah, same. Games. No, never, that's fair. They, when I, I was younger, fair. they that's pulled me, one. but now I'm like, no, no, absolutely. But, okay, that's speaking cool. of actors in video games, did yes. you ever play? Um, Oh my God! What is it called? It had Hayden Panettiere. It had like big name actors in it, and it was about uh, a monster that I'm not supposed to say the name of because it's actually like part of the lore, but it's it's a Native American lore monster. I Until Dawn. Sorry, I had to talk through that until I got there. Okay, I have not played Until Dawn. I know what they are, and I've seen I've seen a lot of people playing them and like, like excited about them, but I have not played them. No, sadly. Okay, so Until Dawn. Like the it, it the idea of the game was that it was uh you play as like these teenagers going up to a cabin to go like celebrate essentially like the, mm-hmm. their friend's life who like passed away these two sisters and it gets like creepy and like a horror movie but you play and it was like actually like they like fully like three D scanned the actors and then had them fully like act out scenes in mocap suits. So it's like really them performing it. And like the characters look like them, like they're like almost direct likenesses of them. And it's a really cool game. And it like involves supernatural. It deals with uh, a creature in Native American lore um, starts with a W. I'm not going to say it because that's actually that's actually something in lore that uh in their in their traditions and lore that you're not supposed to repeat so i'm choosing not to say it i'm not gonna say the name of it look at you being respectful and shit thank you but there's a new game coming out that i'm excited for it's made by the same company and they essentially are doing the same thing again yeah it's called the quarry and it's like the idea is it's like all these like troubled kids at like a camp and they were supposed to leave, but like something goes wrong with like their transport out and they have to spend like one more night there. But like a killer shows up. And so it's like Damn. it's a straight up horror game like movie, but it's like real actors are in it. And I was like, this looks like really interesting. And like, is there any stories you would want like that that are like told in a video game form where like you get to play as like actors and stuff like i i don't i know that's like a weird i know that's like a weird way to put it but like i i just like i don't know it's just like it's it's one of those ones that i that's that's i know it's a again a weird way to put it but like is there any like stories that you're like man i'd love to play out like power rangers as like yeah 
an, a game. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Be able okay. To be so those my actors. two, my two things are Venom, like playing as Spider-Man yeah, and Spider-Man dude. 3, like in the black suit, that would be tight. That's my favorite one. Like Venom has just always yeah, been that I would really like to get the Venom powers. But then the other one is also Digimon. Cause like them shits fire, homie. I would oh love to God. play through Digimon. Yeah. Yes. I would love to. That's the shit. Right? Oh, my God. Right. Yes. Oh, that hit me so hard there. Like, See? yes. But, like, like the actors in this, like, so, like, just so you get some, like, idea of the faces. Brenda Song mm-hmm. is in this game. Okay. Justice Smith. Oh. Oh. Hi. Yeah. Like, he's, like, one of the main, like, kids. David Arquette. Ooh, Ariel Winter, uh, Ted Raimi is in it. Like this, and it looks like crazy because it's like obviously. Cast. Oh, dude, that's that's not even like the full stacked cast. Uh, there's there's more, but those are Dang. just like a couple of like the bigger names that I knew yeah, off yeah. the top. But like, it just it looks so interesting, and it's like it's an interesting storytelling device to be able to like see actors and stuff, and like yeah. even though it's like not you being able to like portray those actors that you've like either like seen on the sc- the big screen or like being able to like play those games with like with those actors uh-huh. and i just i think it's like an interesting new way of like storytelling and i'm just like kind of partially hoping that idris elba's in this game i'm really toy. kind of hoping that would be like, toy. <laughs> bro that would be just nice having like full idris elba is like the killer that'd be bro. sick as fuck bro that'd be tight like also i wanted to this because this has been in my head full-on second year way here don't worry about it though but 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 have you heard about the recent merger slash purchase of D D beyond by wizards of the coast and this is we're moving on to dungeons and dragons territory here but wizards of the coast just purchased D D beyond which is the biggest uh the biggest distributor for online games and it was the official uh D 5e tool set but now it is it is part of Wizards of the Coast, therefore owned officially by D anD D. Yeah, which is wild. What would you what you think? I think of it's all that? awesome. Yeah, I think it's awesome. I think I think there's like so. I have thoughts that I'm like I I don't know how to feel about certain things because there was definitely mm-hmm. like things that were like so. One of the things I loved was the it got taken away within like a month, which sucked. League of Legends wrote a five e companion. For, like, oh, their characters with, like, subclasses and things like that. It popped up on D&D Beyond for, yeah. like, a month. And it essentially was, like, just a D&D Beyond exclusive thing where they had, like, made a deal with D&D Beyond to do this. And then I think, like, D&D stepped in and were like, well, you're the official tool set. Like, that's unofficial, unlicensed product. Like, you can't do that type of a thing. And, like, it caused the whole thing. And that's why, like, like I'm a, I'm happy about the merger because... I think, and I and I, I have said this since I've started playing 5e, I think that D&D Beyond is honestly one of the best things to come out of 5e because it mm-hmm. makes D&D so much more accessible to, oh, like, absolutely. the common person. And, like... Absolutely. Because I remember the days, like, when I was playing 3.5, I remember the old days where ah, my you day. would take your character sheet Back in my day, you would take your character sheet and spend an entire session 
building just your character sheet because it wasn't plug and play. You couldn't just yeah. plug in 10 numbers and be fine. It was, I have to go through, I have to double check, you know, X, Y, and Z. I have to make sure that like, this makes sense for this. And like, it's yeah, so much yeah, yeah. easier to just select the menu and just be done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So no, absolutely. I, and I started I playing right before uh, I started playing right before D and D Beyond came out because I believe it came out in what twenty eighteen, and I, I started playing in like, yeah, like twenty seventeen. Like is when I came, like I started playing. So I either it hadn't come out or I, I just didn't know what it was, and uh, I just it was so different so much harder to create characters back then than it is now with D beyond it makes it so much easier and i know a lot of people will like still do the pen and paper character sheets and that's absolutely a-okay i just know that for me D beyond makes it so much easier and so much nicer and i feel like this is part of the DD. you know we've talked about this DD 5.5 is what we've dubbed it um yeah whenever that comes out there's the been rumors step. that they might do a vtt a virtual tabletop of their own so essentially roll 20 something like that but on their own so that would this is a great first step uh, yeah which brings me to something else that i am worried about is third party content because hasbro or specifically wizards of the coast has had a very symbiotic relationship with a lot of like third party producers so things like roll 20 uh things like dm's guild where people can like make content to purchase it and all that good stuff. So I wonder what's going to happen now once they have a place to put all of their stuff together. If they make their own VTT, will they say Roll20, you no longer have the rights to do this? Or will they also purchase Roll20 and put all of the stuff into one website, into one account? Which all possibilities, but I am interested to see how it goes. I mean, I've I've said since D&D Beyond became a thing, I was like, I really want roll 20 and D beyond to either work together mm -hmm. merge do something because like i think roll 20 and D beyond are like yeah, very yeah. good companion pieces to each other i think that roll 20 and D beyond definitely have things that kind of complement each other and kind of like fix yeah. issues that i have with other services and things like that yeah. but i think this is a good like and i agree though like it is yeah. a weird area that we're stepping into with the idea that like we might lose certain things. I don't think we're going to lose the DMs guild because the DMs yeah. guild has always been like a thing of like, you know, people are going to write their own campaigns and they're going to find a way to sell them, whether yeah. that be the DMs guild or somewhere else. But the other else. thing is but it just won't be official though. Or and it because won't if the be DMs guild goes away, I guess it'll all just be underground ways to sell it, uh, which will make it harder for creators to do stuff, which would absolutely yeah. suck for people. Yeah, that's my biggest issue with it. Which is like, valid. It will be. Which, you know, sucks for somebody who's currently writing something for D&D. &D. I think that, and I also think, like, so I don't know if you saw, they, they also announced uh, yesterday evening that there's going to essentially be a State of the Union where we're at, like, Nintendo Direct-style D&D oh. Direct, as people are kind of nicknaming it. Uh, that it's going to happen in a, like next week to kind of talk about things. So I wonder if maybe that's an announcement of some new things. The big thing that I'm wondering with this merger, and it, I think it's on every person's tongue at this point, and every, a lot of people have said it, is are mm. we going to get the ability to register our books that we've already bought? Or 
it going forward if yeah. you buy a book you get a digital copy yeah. of that same book because like that was one of the things with and i think it's one of the things that they have realized too is a lot of people mm-hmm. stopped buying physical books because it was easier and it, it's easier to travel to a friend's house right pull out your phone and have every single D &D book in front of you at your fingertips rather than carrying a library on your back and like not to say that like physical books aren't good like i think the physical books are great i I still support the sales of them but it sucked because you would buy a physical book but you wouldn't be able to like translate that to your digital stuff and so i think whatever this is i think that's probably where that's going to get cleared Mm -hmm, up of mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. what's gonna happen and I hope my genuine hope is that at least we get like going forward. If you buy a physical book, you get a yep. digital That'd copy of that book. I think the the ideal would be, I think the ideal is, is you can register your books online now and get mm-hmm. like digital copies of the books that you already own. Yeah. I also, I'm also interested in this because like, as we were talking about with like 5.5, what is that going to do? Because that's going to have to mm-hmm. change what D&D Beyond does. Like, they're going to have to write an yeah, entire yeah, 5.5 system. Which I'm glad that they're doing it now, you know, that they've purchased D&D Beyond now, which is probably why, so that they can get stuff changed up and ready to go for the next one without having to work with somebody outside of their own company because mm-hmm. now it's all in-house, so they can just do regular NDAs and works and stuff like that in-house until they can get stuff uh, fully submitted out there. And also, I know... Yeah. I know we're worried about like how they're going to implement it. That's a lot of like logistical supply chain stuff. And I think it's solvable. There is a lot of valid solutions that they can do, right? Like oh, some absolutely. of them is going to like increase work on like the company itself on like their, their packaging absolutely. of the books. Some of it might just mean that they get like they have things have to get registered at the store. Some might just mean like that you get like the code at every store that you buy it from. Like once you buy the book, like they will have like codes at the, front desk or like the counter those are all possibilities and there might just be other ideas that we have not thought of so we can all find we can find all of those things because the other issue is what if somebody like walks into the store and like just takes a picture of the book like the code on the book right if the book was open and they're like oh shit well man i'm gonna get a book without a code because i got fucked but again those are all issues that are so solvable they are they are not the end of the world and they are not things that will stop this project so i hope i hope 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 that they continue to do so and that they do end up with something like that that'd be tight that'd be tight as fuck also another thing that i didn't realize because i was looking up dnd beyond stuff well, yeah, right now like, did you know that dnd beyond was originally owned by twitch that was wild i didn't know it was owned by yeah, twitch but i know beyond they have like a lot of operated by curse llc like which was a subsidiary but like of twitch until 2018 things... when fandom bought it yeah yeah oh shit yeah Wow, I didn't, yeah, I didn't even think about that. Like, but one of the things I was going to say was, like, I mean, I know that, like, D&D Beyond also now has the ability, yeah. like, you can gift books, you can do, like, that. And, like, one thing, so I went uh-huh. to the Critical Role uh, live show when they had it in Chicago in, in 2020, and they, I was, I did, like, a, a uh, the VIP, and they just gave everybody there a code for the new book coming out. And so, Hi. like, it's possible that that's what it, it's printed in your book and every book is sealed mm-hmm. from now mm-hmm. on. They don't like leave the books open. Essentially they seal them with plastic or, or some way so that like maybe, you know, things like that. And that way it's, it's mm-hmm. not, you're not able to get to that code unless you buy the book or if yeah. you're an asshole yeah. and rip the plastic off. So 
I don't know. I I think I think there's definitely a valid concern, a valid new because this is like a this is this is interesting, and I I'm interested too because like one of the things I've been I've been playing around in with and like in is uh Tailspire. Uh, if you if you don't know what Tailspire is, essentially it is a brand new program Ooh. to use your minis in. And essentially you could build oh. full 3D environments uh, to literally have your minis explore that is all tiled out. You can build massive assets. And it came out, I believe, in 2020, and it's it's been getting steady updates. And actually Dimension 20 uses it as their new nice. main thing for like they don't use the mini boards anymore that's like and they don't use on. minis that's they tight. just use tailspire and they have a team yeah that's on tailspire like they that that's what their whole thing is but that's like a new thing that is up and coming and i know like they've also been going through hero forge and like getting the ability to just take files from hero forge and being able to just put them in their games and things like that so i wonder if if dnd is or you know wizards is starting to buy companies like uh dnt beyond i wonder if like hero forge is gonna get bought by them to be like hey we're gonna also help you make your minis too and like maybe integrate that into dnd beyond or, or like hey tailspire now has mm-hmm. the ability to link to your dnd mm-hmm. beyond so now you can just pull your information yeah. in and that's the character that you're running tight. so i don't know I, I i think we're in a we're in a weird space in the ttrpg world where like Things and literally, are first episode we had, quickly. we literally said that. We were like, by really the next few years, things are going to be completely out of whack for everybody in the TTRPG industry. Homie, we out here, we, we really we setting trends in this motherfucker. We reading Wait, things. Homie, did we predict the future? I think we just did. Guys, check out Nerd, Ca- Nerd Check every week. We're going to tell you the future. Yeah. This week, I'm going to tell you something about five months from now. In five months, it happened. Shit. Are you, sh- are you serious? Are you serious? It happened. Damn, bro. What the fuck? And, and hey, to you listening, because I know that you're listening. Yeah, I know. I hear you. And you're driving down the road right now wondering what it is. You know. You know what it is. I swear to God, if somebody comes in and is Dave. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Fucking there has to be Dave. one person. There is one person who is listening to this podcast named Dave driving down a road right now. And it's like, what the fuck, bro? There has to be. You know what I mean? It's like one of those like. You got to go find. It's a weird one, but like there has to be one person. We got to go find Dave to listen. There is. We have friends. We don't have Dave. We have a lot of Dave. Dave? Just Dave? Nobody goes by Dave. I'll tell you after the podcast. Dave? Uh, But speaking of that. We're we're over the hour. Oh, bo, 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 bo. What? Yeah, we're we're over by like a bit. Oh my god. Uh, but I just wanted to say thank you for listening. Uh, make sure if you have hot takes, things like that, send them over to our email, which is nerdcheckpod at gmail dot com. Uh, we will definitely be answering emails and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know how to write. My name is Adam. You do know how to write. Yeah. That's, and you know what you can do? You can write an email and send it to us. And as I said at the top of the show, because this is the first time we've mentioned it, make sure to rate us on all the different podcast apps. Give us five stars, boost our ego just yes, a little please. bit more than 
we deserve. Uh, so I didn't expect that, but that yeah. Review us. Send us to your friends. Hey, if you have a friend that is a nerd and needs to be checked, send them this podcast, and we would okay. love to give. I thought you said check. send us, and I was like, I don't know if I can make house calls, my guy. It's gonna be hard. I can't make households. I would never agree to that. But my okay. name is Adam. My alias is Mr. Adam or Adam Teal, official over on all the social medias. And I am Moose. You can find me as a, the Super Goat, not a Super Goat, the Super Goat. You can find me as the Super Goat everywhere else as well. And thank you all for listening. And don't forget, be the best. Be the best.